Good evening. Welcome to the Buck Stops here. I'm Vishnu Shom. On the program tonight, a very special episode of this program. On Valentine's Day, we are calling this Pledge Your Heart. But what we are talking about is organ donation, not just of one's heart necessarily, but of all organs. And the reason is this. Five lakh people in India die every year because of the non-availability of organs. The rate of organ donation in India is just 0.5 donors per 10 lakh people. Now that's a 2030 number. It's in fact got slightly worse in the years after that. Each of us can save up to seven lives by donating organs. At any given time, there are eight to 10 brain dead potential donors in ICUs of any major city. On the show tonight, how laws in the country have changed and how with this, there is a real chance at change of organ donation being something that all of us should think about. So organ donation, it's a subject which we really need to talk a lot more about in this country. So on this program, I can assure you there's not going to be any big bash fight. There's not going to be any shouting, any screaming, any India versus Pakistan. We're going to try and talk sense because this is something that all of us need to be involved in in this country. It's something that affects the futures potentially of our near and dear ones, our friends and fellow citizens. It's something that could directly relate to the saving of lives in the future and we could all be involved in this. We have a wonderful panel today. Pallavi Kumar is Executive Director of the Mohan Foundation. The Mohan Foundation works tirelessly to try and spread the message of organ donation, what can be done, how it can be done, some of the challenges uh, that, uh, that we in India face. Dr. Avnish Seth is Director at Fortis's Organ Retrieval Transplantation Unit. He deals with surgeries himself and has a, a real idea of how difficult or perhaps how easy organ transplant on occasions can be. Dr. Vimal Bhandari, a very special guest on this program. He's the Director of the National Organ and Tissue Transplant Organization, uh, representing the government and will speak to us uh, hopefully at length on how laws have changed in this country and how amended laws make things uh, a lot easier, but how there are areas where we still need to be very careful as well. Vinod Kumar Jha is with us as well. He donated his wife's heart, lung and kidneys when she passed away. Vinodji, thank you very much for being with us. Uh, Dr. Bhandari, let me come to you first. We used to, and, I, and if we can just bring up a couple of these graphic points on what the laws used to say and what they say now. Um, firstly, let's look at brain death declaration. In 1994, only in hospitals registered for transplantation could somebody be declared brain dead. Now it's allowed in any hospital with an ICU. So that's fairly self-explanatory. It makes the system faster. The presence of a neurosurgeon, it was mandatory for brain death, a declaration <clears throat> earlier. It is not mandatory if not available. I understand that as well. The third point is counseling for organ donation. It was not mandatory earlier on in 94. It is mandatory now. Uh, what do we mean by counseling for organ donation? Counseling for who? See, <clears throat> before I uh, give you an answer, I would like to thank uh, at the outset, I'd like to thank uh, NDTV for conducting this program on uh, Shivratri as well as on a great Valentine Day. And now coming to your answer, the counselors are very, very important part of uh, disease organ donation campaign. It is, it is a must. It came after 1994 Act, which was amended 
again in March 2011. Subsequently, the roads were framed in 2014. Now, the councillors plays a vital role because, you know, uh, the doctors along with the councillors, when the first time it happens that the, they have to ready, they have to uh, make a consent of the relative mm -hmm. of the patient who are in grief. I mean, they, uh, they, their patients are still in ICU on a ventilator, has got his normal blood pressure, his normal uh, temperature, normal heartbeat and respiration. At that time, you have to, you know, you have to take a permission, you have to take a consent from the family. Uh, it is very important. So the, in government, uh, the, in ACT probably, in every hospital, before you start any sort of uh, transplant activity, you have to have two coordinators each. And the government has decided to give one coordinator to each government hospital as well as to the private hospital in the medical colleges with at the rate of 20,000 uh, rupees per month. Okay. I just want to bring in um, Vinod ji over here. Vinod ji, you tell me, you have decision, your wife's kidneys or lung और हार्ट आपने डोनेट किया था ये किस साल में हुआ था 2015 में हुआ था सर ये और ये तो ये ये नया अमेंडेड कानून जब पास हुआ था तो आपको ये काउंसलिंग हुआ था आपको क्या बताया गया था हमारे वाइफ बीमार थे उसको मैंने पहले लेके आया कोलंबिया एशिया कोलंबिया एशिया में जब सिटी स्क्रीन में पता चला जो ब्रेन हेमरेज हो चुका है तो वहाँ के डॉक्टर ने हमें बताया जो आप इसको दूसरे बड़े हॉस्पिटल ले जाइए तो मैंने फोर्टिस में चॉइस किया वहाँ ले जाने का डॉक्टर भी बोले वहाँ कोलंबिया से जा फोर्टिस जाइए हमने भी चॉइस किया फोर्टिस ही जाने का फोर्टिस में भी जब कोई सुधार नहीं देखे जी तो चार अक्टूबर को हमें डॉक्टर ने सलाह दिए जो आप इनके डोनेट कर सकते हो और आपने लिवर डोनेट किया था करेक्ट नहीं दिल हार्ड हार्ट हाँ जी किडनी दोनों किडनी और लीवर अच्छा हार्ट किडनीज और लीवर हाँ जी और पहले आपने कभी बात किया था इस बारे में नहीं पहले इस बारे में कभी मैं सोचा ही नहीं था जब चार तारीख को सुबह के टाइम दस बजे हमें डॉक्टर ने बताए जब बचने की उम्मीद नहीं है अब इनके अब आप डोनेट कर सकते हो तो करो तो आप तब क्या सोच रहे थे आपको डिसीजन मैंने ये इसलिए लिया उस टाइम हमारे छोटे भाई थे वे हमें मना किए जो हम शरीर से कोई अंग नहीं निकालेंगे क्या कह रहे थे वो वो कह रहे थे हम जला देंगे इनको हम कोई अंग शरीर से नहीं निकालेंगे लेकिन मेरा अपना आत्मा ने कहा जो अब हमारे पत्नी तो मर रहे हैं मर गए हम बच्चे अनाथ होंगे हमारे छोटे छोटे बच्चे हमारे दो तीन है वो तो अनाथ होंगे हमारे तो दुख तो ज्यादा हमें है लेकिन अगर हम इस परिवार को नहीं बचा सकते अपने वाइफ को नहीं बचा सकता मैं तो किसी और को जिंदगी तो दे सकता हूं अगर एक हमारे परिवार चले जाएंगे तो किसी चार घर में वो जाएंगे चार घर में वे जिंदा रहेंगे चार घर में उसको मां मिलेगा ये काम हम करेंगे और मैंने अपने छोटे भाई के बात ना माना और मैंने अपने रिश्तेदार काफी हमारे वहां थे उस टाइम हॉस्पिटल में आए हुए सब ने हमें सराहना किया जो बहुत अच्छा काम कर रहे हो आप जो अंगदान कर रहे हो आप करो जी और मैंने किया हुए मेरा आत्मा कहा जो हम अगर नहीं बचा सकते हैं अपने परिवार को 
तो किसी और के परिवार में तो खुशी दे दे जरूर वही मैंने किया डॉक्टर सेठ आई मीन वील टॉक अबाउट द मेडिकल एस्पेक्ट ऑफ दिस but how in 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 front of your own eyes have you seen people who were hopeless cases being given a new lease of life i mean could you give us a few examples of how you know somebody who didn't have a future is alive and ticking i mean uh, how in your experience not just as a surgeon but as a doctor and as a human being have you seen lives being changed by this absolutely um see organ transplantation is the pinnacle of medical care and someone who is dying from a heart failure who can't breathe someone with liver failure who has jaundice water in the tummy vomiting blood somebody who is living on dialysis and when they get a new organ it is not just about life it's the quality of life it's so amazing to see these people go back to work and we have met people who have done half marathons people who have won Uh, bronze medals in olympics after the organ transplant we had someone playing football for barcelona after a liver transplant so that's how fit you can get after an organ transplant yeah that's unbelievable <laughs> pallavi uh, what are some of the biggest challenges you face in trying to spread this message why do we have these abysmal rates uh, in this country uh, 0.5 donors per 10 lakh so, in 20 to begin with the, the it's 0.8 so it's 0.8 so no, so per million now it's increasing you know uh, to 1 per million since which year that's that's See, that, that's uh, good to you know you know i i just wanted to tell you about yeah. the fact that we the, 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 actually we are making this uh, this uh, things you know we retrieved around 807 organs in the country last year it is divided by the total number of population mm -hmm. so now the actual population was you know is 70 crore not 133 crore mm -hmm. because of the fact that we are not doing a much uh, transplant in a, a neonat or in a infant or elderly group uh, more than 60 65 years of age right. it comes around 70 you know 70 crore and if we have retrieved uh, around 8 not 7 organ divided by 70 so it comes, comes around 0.8 or something per million and is that number going up yeah it it is more in in certain states like chennai maharashtra yes, tamil nadu yeah, yeah. but it's uh, coming up in different states also but there are certain states we have not started they are not open their account but sir the rates the, the numbers are still quite poor i mean if you compare yeah, it with uh, because I, i've got these numbers croatia 36.6 persons per million in 2013 uh, who donated spain 36 usa 26 india it's still low 0.8 you are correct you we are now. the last in among uh, developing nations but we are you know on the top in live donations so program uh, you know there's a huge gap between donor recipient we want to increase we want to decrease this gap of donor recipient by by making this uh, you know pulling this disease organ donor okay. brain dead uh, campaign in the country so we are doing that maybe it'll take 2 3 years or so we're trying our best to do that we're creating infrastructures we are creating we're giving a training imparting a training to the icu people to uh, nurses to giving a coordinated training we have already trained uh, counselors around 1700 co uh, coordinators in the country so you know now their awareness is now when i started there was 9000 places now i have got a 30, 14 lakh places in the country so the the country is you know i mean moving towards that and just out of that. curiosity because i i don't know how are these places 
these are pledges uh, in campaigns which 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 you have uh, the government the, has been involved in yeah government is involved because i have uh, you know got and uh, are these pledges actual signatures so, uh, uh, yeah i've got around uh, you know 60 organizations working with me ngos mon foundation is one of them organ india is one of them fortis is one of them and gandharpan lot of uh, or even bsf people yes. i want to salute them they have donated around 80000 uh, you know pledges every day or every week we are getting 2000 or 2500 or 3000 pledges remarkable. you know we always salute them you know they despite the fact that they are uh, saving us from uh, enemies and all that and they are pledging uh, you know even crp people also doing the same no that's so, fantastic yeah. and thank you for bringing that out mm -hmm. pallavi what are some of the challenges that you faced so a there are certain parts of the country certain pockets of the country where we haven't really reached at all so there is really absolutely no dialogue on the subject now if you look at the metros here people have moved away from you know religious issues or if i give my organ this this life i'll be all of that is is not really true people are now concerned about more real things a there is very little faith in the private sector and most of the transplants are happening in the private sector so people want to know where the organs are going how they're being distributed now with the national body come in hopefully we'll be able to take care of those kind of systems you know where th there will be a greater faith in the system that organs are being distributed in a fair and equitable manner people are more concerned about uh, you know uh, how will the body look so once the organs are removed you know how, what kind of disfiguration would happen if at all um, they want to know how much time will it take for the body so there people have very real concerns and because they have not thought about it earlier because there has never been an opportunity to really engage in a dialogue on the subject they are faced with this very big decision when they've just been given the news of death mm. so what they really need to be doing is to be out there talking more and more there there need to be many more bodies need doing public awareness to be very honest that's not happening at the scale that it should happen yeah there is one issue which is it's controversial and it's illegal as well when it comes to uh, organ transplants uh, it's uh, you know you can't you can't be harvesting organs from other people in this country so in the cases of for example kidney transplants there is such a very large number of people who need kidneys yeah. but if they are unable to get a match from a direct family member that becomes a problem is that something you've also encountered where there is pressure so uh, you know from people saying no please help us please find us an uh, an organ a kidney donor but it's just not available and then there is a trade which is illegal is that a concern doctor yeah actually uh, you know there's a uh, there are uh, three definitions we have one is near relative we already have a till uh, you know from spouse to grandparents and grandchildren now the government is trying to improve i mean to increase this pool to have more organs like you know first uh, cousin the, also uh, the pool of donors yeah. to include uh, what potentially like uh, first cousin also step mother right. step father also to pool that other than relative is also one so of the so where does the legislation stand on that you know we are trying to make this rules uh, framing this rule now in the ministry itself i am a part of the, i am a member also and then it will pass by the parliament probably it will happen you know it will take some time secondly uh, what, what did you ask what no uh, kidney transplant yeah. I, uh, so you know there's this big big rush no, people Uh, there are and there's an illegal there, trade oh, of course there's a lot of uh, you know 2 lakh people are you know every every year the estimated 2 lakh people are uh, suffering from this kind of kidney failure yes. but definitely uh, now we are getting around 7500 kidney in a year it is increasing it may be 8000 this year probably mm -hmm. but uh, you know if you're talking about the trade it has you know because of this uh, rule 
and regulation we had in uh, amendment it's, act that's you know down. it is you know it is decreasing day by day you find I mean, you are you know hardly finding any of these kind of activities probably maybe one or two cities and whosoever is doing this the the rule is very strict law is very strict i mean you will get 10 uh, you know from 10000 you will get 1 lakh fine or uh, you know 10 lakh fine even from 5000 uh, i mean 5 years prison you will have 10000 i mean 10 year prison so you know the law is very strict okay dog i just want to i just want to go across to you um you know the the life span of an organ after retrieval 4 to 6 hours for heart lungs correct me if i'm long 4 uh, uh, to 8 hours for lungs intestines up to 10 hours liver up to 15 hours pancreas 24 hours kidneys 48 hours how is this uh, a problem in our country where you know we can't move on our streets we can't move on our roads actually physically lifting an organ removing it surgically and then trans uh, and then transporting it is that a challenge which you uh, which you as a doctor as a surgeon face absolutely i think it's a major challenge in our country and as you said the spectrum is between the heart that has to be transplanted within 4 hours to a kidney which is about say 24 to 48 mm-hmm. hours but the main challenge is with the heart it's important to know that there is no banking in organ transplantation mm-hmm. once we retrieve an organ you can't store it you can just you have to transplant it within say 4 hours for the heart now you imagine a heart which has been donated in delhi transporting within delhi itself is a problem but suppose we do not have a suitable donor in delhi then we need to do a air travel and then again a ground Some transport travel. yeah so for that we started a system of uh, green corridors in our country because we saw how the prime ministers and the vips moved with the police help and it was in 2015 in north india that we did the first uh, trial with the delhi police and gurgaon police it worked brilliantly it worked very nicely and now i remember we have transported hearts 32 kilometers in 29 minutes in peak time in delhi mm-hmm. but the ultimate has to be an air travel yeah. we have to have helicopters to lift people from the accident sites to move organs from here and there green corridor is more of a stop gap arrangement if you ask me you uh-huh. can't inconvenience the whole city just because one organ is moving we right. need a better way but um, there is a tremendous change in that sir i just wanted to tell you around 25 heart were retrieved and transplanted in 2015 now in 2016 and uh, 17 it was 250 so right. every day we are getting an organ from a two tier cities and we are giving this organs to different part of the country sending mm-hmm. even every day a heart transplant you know is going on and we are retrieving heart from uh, cadaver and uh, transplanting in different sometimes we have wasted around 5 to 6 heart last year but as the law says that we have already we have all uh, given to even a foreigners or to nri who are registered with us and came for a treatment to different part of uh, hospital in the city sure but tell me um, uh, pallavi what about prioritization um, is that something of a concern who should be the person given that you don't get organs in this country easily at all is that i mean that uh, it's a hugely ethical issue it's definitely, a medical issue obviously also definitely it's a hugely ethical issue and that's why we need state registries and an, and a national body and organs cannot just be distributed by hospitals so who and who takes precedence so there is a waiting criteria that again dr bhandari will be in a better position to there is a proper waiting list and organs are distributed accordingly and that's that's yeah. that is something that yeah. has so to be medical yeah. um i mean i don't know if you've had cases like this where you know you need to as a doctor take take a uh, a call that one person will survive and one person may not uh, or will not absolutely uh, on what basis do you take these decisions uh, see these things are not arbitrary at all we have 
internationally followed guidelines, we have scoring systems for each organ. So for each organ, we find out how, how much is the severity and based on that for each blood group a waiting list is made. Mm. On top of that, very rarely there are some super urgent criteria mm. where you can jump the queue if you are very unwell, especially say in an acute liver failure and things like that. Otherwise, the list is followed to a T. There cannot be any manipulation or jumping the queue, otherwise the whole system doesn't work at all. Yeah. And doctor, uh, w one more question to you. Uh, heart, lungs, intestine, liver, pancreas, kidneys, uh, these are still very complicated and difficult surgeries, each and every one of them. Uh, what are some of the success rates that we are hitting in India at this stage? It obviously depends on the, uh, on the condition of the patient, but generally are we seeing an improvement in, in, in success rates in, in these surgeries in India? Absolutely. I think our results are uh, world standard. The only problem is that the number of hospitals which are doing it are too few. Whoever is doing it is doing it in a very competent way. But the issue is that 95% of the transplants happen in the private sector. Hmm. Our private sector has fantastic equipment compared to the best in the world. In fact, the world is coming to India for treatment. Mm -hmm. yeah. The problem is the government sector where we need to build up more resources, better hospitals, so that the common man can benefit from transplantation. I think that is the Achilles heel right now of this program. Yeah. So the this is essentially an urban, uh, I mean, uh, so far, yeah. it's, it's an urban issue so far in terms of the locations yeah. where you can actually yes. get trans. Yes, and so we get a lot of calls from, you know, far-flung areas and we have really nothing to say to them because the infrastructure hasn't developed, there are no transplants happening, so organ donation is still a few years away. And the people of India are becoming yeah, very they're, they're aware now, I think. The government has uh, decided to form a SOTO, I mean, a state organ yeah. tissue transplant organization in East States. I mean, we planned this year about 10 SOTO, sir, so that we can start this kind of activities. We are also making, even if the center is non, I mean, not doing transplant, at least there should be a retrieval center sure. for all district and medical colleges. I just had a quick question to ask you, uh, doctor. Uh, let's just have that, uh, that graphic, the second graphic up again. Uh, on the, the, the laws, the amended laws, donor maintenance and retrieval charges, uh, in earlier on there was no clarity, but is there clarity now if somebody is to uh, re re get, a, get an organ, who pays for it? Basically, the hospital and the, the recipient. Who, uh, what if the recipient it? can't no. pay for it? Recipient from the private uh, setup, but the government is also giving a maintenance. Uh, what about in, government hospitals? Yeah, do we government do hospital, if the, you know there's a retrieval in a private setup, so if it is they are transferring to a government setup, we are uh, we are giving fifty thousand for a, as a maintenance charges. Now we are trying to increase it to one lakh for maintenance charges to that particular uh, hospital, which don't have any sort of maintenance uh, facility. So just five percent of government of, of hospitals in this country, which uh, you know are government hospitals. I mean, ninety five percent of where it's being done is private. So just that leaves us with just five percent of government hospitals where this is done. But is uh, that right? So over the years, actually, now but so why why is that the case? Shouldn't the government have have taken the lead in the number of uh, of organ transplants, particularly since I mean it'll be much less expensive if not many, free. Uh, you know, we have got a three not one center in the country which doing this activity, and I have got a registration of around sir two twenty five. We are in the pipeline to have at least at some like fifty or something. You know, these uh, three not one out of three not one, two twenty five are sending a data to us, and they are registered with us. And out of this government, uh, this government setup, particularly in medical colleges, we are trying. And you know, sometimes I, I mean, there's a restrictions that there are no uh, nephrologists or cardiologists or cardiac surgeons. You know, 
and in like you know there is a difference between the they have got all uh, corporate has got a infrastructure they have got a surgeon trained so from outside but we have got a mother we have got a ma we have got a patients so basically we need to have a neurosurgeon ready for that how ICU many more people. years sir and because i'm running out of time before you know you can say that the you know at least 50% of the cases where transplants take place are government hospitals how many more years before we reach from 5% to 50% makes it takes some time are we so actually at a there decade you know before it takes things some, can change we we are trying as a government which means training um, and equipment yeah, and all we, of that we, and sir, counseling and sir, all of the points sir, we know we capacity building is a part of the government as a part of capacity building we are giving a training to the counselors and we have sure, trained with sure. the help of one secondly we also trained the icu people because you know you don't know how to maintain the brain duct patient i mean you have to train the icu people also and so it's a very long anything. process and also the surgeon how to retrieve this organs so we have already uh, you know did two or three trainings uh, we i have taken from the states we have not started right. this activity so we are so trying I'm our best the government is trying our best i'm, to I'm interrupting you now because we are out of time and i we didn't get uh, get around to talking about transplant coordinators in hospitals we'll save that for another program but i'd like to thank you sir very much for coming on this program and for showing the courage um, in taking this decision uh, you lost your wife it was uh, an incredibly difficult time for you but you took that decision and how, who knows how many people you've saved uh, by that act thank you very much thank you, thank you. we're completely out of time i do hope that this uh, is a, is a message uh, for all of us in this country uh, to pledge your heart get a little card put it in your wallet if something goes wrong then you can contribute even if you're gone goodbye